1: 9.22am. You're listening to The Morning Run with Shazana and Xiaoning.
2: Let's get a quick update on the FBM KLCI. Well, still up. is up by 0.3% to 1,474 points. The rest of the region also all in positive territory. And in terms of stocks, uh, revenue group now is at the top of the value board, still down close to 9% to 61.5 cents. I think back on the news that uh, two of the executive directors have been suspended pending in Investigations.
1: All right, we are turning our attention now to the performance for MREITs. Uh, MREITs have been rather resilient in 2022, even in a rising interest rate environment where Bank Nagara raised the OPR rate by 100 bips last year and narrowing the yield differential with the risk-free rate of
2: 4.05% offered by the 10-year MGS. Now, as we move into 2023, economists are still predicting whether further increases in the overnight policy rate Um, will actually have a dampening effect while Malaysia, I think, also questions about whether we will not be spared by a pending global recession. Of course, this may in turn impact rental reversions, occupancy rates and precipitate dilutive fundraising exercises. So what does this all then mean for the Malaysian REIT space and which subsectors and stocks will actually look more resilient?
1: For insights into the sector, we speak to Jessica Lau, Senior Analyst at MIDF Amana Investment. Bank. Jessica, good morning. Thank you very much for joining us today. So what do you think? Are REITs still an appealing asset class for investors with expectations of still rising interest rates by Bank Negara Malaysia? Uh, Hi, good morning.
0: I think REITs are still uh, attractive in terms of yield. Average yield for REITs under our coverage for this year will be ranging about, uh, average at about 6%. So I think that is still fairly attractive.
2: Okay, and uh, data from the National Property Information Centre, NAPIC, as of the end of June 2020, did show occupancy rates of around 78% for office space. Uh, But we also see a lot of additional incoming supply of 2.6 million square feet. So how are office reads coping with all this, especially since some companies are still allowing their employees to work from home?
0: Okay, with more incoming office supply, we see the office rate that will have to offer competitive rental rate to retain tenants. The priority of them would be maintaining the occupancy rate of the office building. And office rate, that will have to do more asset enhancement initiative on office building, such as doing renovation or upgrade the facilities of the building to maintain or improve the rentability of the property. But now we see that actually more companies have resumed working physically. This has helped due to the improved demand for office space.
1: Yeah, Are we seeing MNCs uh, downtrade trade to areas which have cheaper rentals?
0: I think some MNCs that would still prefer their, their office to locate a prime area in city centre. This is for better corporate image. But I think some MNCs that will relocate office to suburb of KL for cost concern. However, availability of connecting infrastructure is important in making decision relocation, such as availability of LRT or MRT.
2: Now, the winner last year when it came to the uh, MREIT space was of course industrial s- sector. Are we still seeing strong demand for warehousing despite the fact that the uh, e-commerce trend might have waned a bit?
0: For industrial sector, I still expect stable demand for warehouse and also logistics space. Despite e-commerce trend may wane a little bit as some people prefer to shop in physical store post-lockdown, but I do think that e-commerce will still doing well and that will support demand for warehouse and also logistics space. And also, uh, industrial sector in Malaysia is expected to benefit from diversification of global supply chain. As more international companies, they are setting up supply chain facilities inside the ASEAN area. That will support more investment in Malaysia Industrial Park and also warehousing development from foreign investors.
1: What about retail REITs, Jessica? Do you expect private consumption in uh, Q1-23 to pick up due to the festivities um, and also due to expected goodies from Budget 2023? Will this have an effect on retail REITs?
0: Typically, consumer consumption increases uh, due to festivities. Hence, I think consumer consumption in first quarter this year will be stronger due to Chinese New Year shopping spree, and also ex- the expected goodies from budget twenty twenty three. In the light of cash handout, may support consumer spending in first quarter. While I... the cash handout may be just a temporary boost, we see consumer spending to recover in this year because economy is reopening, and also we have arrival of Chinese tourists. Uh, That would support the recovery of retail segment.
2: I'm curious though, Jessica, when it comes to the gearing levels of MREITs, what are they like? Uh, Do you expect more equity fundraising um, despite the fact that we are seeing rising interest rates?
0: For REITs under our coverage, the gearing level is ranging between 18% to 41% with an average of 32%. With the rising interest rate, we notice more risks have undertaken equity fundraising, such as uh, access Rate, that have done placement exercise recently, and also Pavilion Rate, that partly fund the acquisition of Pavilion Bookie Jelly with private placement, and also Al Health Healthcare, that had uh, private placement for repayment of Islamic financing.
1: In the minute or so that we have, Jessica, which sectors within the REIT space are you most positive on? And what would be your top picks?
0: I'm still positive on retail segment in 2023. This is due to recovery of of our local economy and also local consumer spending. And we have uh, spending from tourists. So our top pick for the sector, we have IGB REIT and also summer REIT.
1: Jessica, thank you very much for speaking with us. That was Jessica Lau, Senior Analyst at MIDF Amanah
2: Investment Bank, giving us her outlook for the REIT sector uh, here in Malaysia. Yeah, so her top picks are Sunway and IGB REIT. If you look at Bloomberg in terms of indicative yield, Sunway looking at giving you a 5.7% and IGB, this is followed by sorry, my eyesight's not that great. Also at around 5% for the year. I think uh, the question is, if interest rates go up, is the interest rate different Differential between the risk-free rate and the yield too narrow to interest investors. I think we will have to watch this space.
1: Indeed, nine twenty-nine in the morning. We're heading into the nine thirty a.m. news bulletin, and then after that, on Ringgit and Cents, Simui Boon will speak to Stephen Yong, licensed financial planner at Wealth Vantage Advisory, for his outlook on twenty twenty-three and how that might affect your personal finance decisions. Stay tuned BFM eighty-nine point nine.